Hi everybody, RJ Baxter here with Real Estate Talk Denver, and I'm here today with a special guest, Marcellus Sanzrico with Next Capital Group, which is a Denver-based commercial lending group. And uh, Marcellus is the head of the company, and he's here to talk to us a little bit more about commercial lending. So first of all, Marcellus, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit more about yourself. How long have you been involved in commercial lending? Well, RJ, thank you for having me, and I uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to be on your show. I've been in commercial lending for eight years now. Uh, been in the space, uh, financial sales for 14 years. Okay. Uh, found a niche uh, seven years ago and then just built around it. And uh, business has been going great. It's, uh, it's busy. Uh, the new changes for 2018 have been advantageous for small business lending, uh, especially with the SBA uh, Small mm -hmm. Business Administration. Okay. Uh, Linda McMahon has made some major change, which is the uh, chief, uh, or the chief chairman for SBA. Okay. Uh, she's made some major changes for uh, what they call Main Street lending. Uh, one of the biggest changes is that they they raise the limit for loan uh, LTVs on business acquisitions and business refinances up to ninety percent. Okay. Uh, the ten percent down can come from seller financing, which and there's no and uh, before it used to be a two-year term for the seller financing, and now they they max it out to a twenty-five-year term to match the same term okay. for an SBA loan. Uh, so that's huge. That's a that's a big benefit for for anybody looking to buy a business. The other change that they made was uh, the standard operating procedures they basically cut it down in half so back in the day everybody used to cringe you know when you talk about getting an SBA loan and now it's a lot more feasible to get and attain uh, you know standard operating procedure SOP <clears> that you know cut down in half so you're looking at like 45 days to maybe 90 days you know depending on the scenario okay um, so what kinds of people can get SBA, SBA loans? Who are these for? Great question. Anybody that wants to own a business now, uh, before... Is, is it for the business itself or for the structure that it's in or both? Both. Okay. Both. Okay. Um, so uh, before uh, getting businesses approved on projections was really hard. And also like a startup. Uh, if you have a business plan, you know, and it makes sense and, and all your data is put together that, you know, uh, can demonstrate a profitable business in the first three years, mm -hmm. then, and plus you have the down payment, uh, there's a real good chance that we'd be able to uh, successfully secure the financing for your startup. Okay. And so, you know, bars, restaurants, <coughs> uh, uh, properties where you're the owner operator. Uh, those are those are kind of examples of what we're able to get started on uh, garages, uh, you know. So, <coughs> so so, from my understanding of SBA loans, and in my knowledge is kind of limited on how it works. But do, does it have to be an owner, um, a business that the owner of the building operates themselves to get the SBA loan? Say, if a real estate company wanted to buy the building that they're operating in, they would be able to do that with an SBA loan as long as they occupy 51% of the space. Uh, and then the rest of it, they can rent it out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that, that would qualify for an SBA loan. 
if somebody wanted to buy a building and not occupy it, then that would fall under a different category, you know, for a different, uh, a different type of loan, but not SBA. Okay, so and, and these types of loans, they're not. This is not just Colorado because that's Small Business Administration. Correct. Right? So Correct. it's anywhere in the country uh, people can get these. Uh, anywhere in the United States, yes. Okay. Okay. So, so can you help people in any state then, or is it just in Denver or Colorado? Uh, we can lend in all 50 states. Uh, so yeah, we can lend in all 50 states. Uh, pretty much most business uh, types are acceptable. Uh, just kind of depends on what the business is, and you know the. <clears throat> we'd, we'd have to go out and get into the application, you know, and start the, the process where, you know, the qualifying process to see, you know, the borrower, if they qualify, you know, credit-wise. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You know, they have to have at least, there's, we have some lending sources that'll do a 580 credit score. You know, obviously there has to be a reason, you know, for the, the credit being where it's at and, and have an explanation, but there's, you know, we have sources that will go, will lend to, you know, with that credit score. Uh, the biggest thing is, is experience in the business. So either the main, the main principal or main sponsor or a partner has to have experience that uh, justifies, you know, uh, the oper you know, the operation, you know, who's going to be operating it, how, you know, who's going to make sure that the day-to-day -day business is going to be carried out. Uh -huh. I imagine so that then the the bank knows that they can then repay the debt. Yeah, right. Is the reasoning. Exactly. Okay. So if they so if they're operating a business and or let's say they just started the business but they have experience in in that business before they started that particular business like let's say they worked for someone in that same line of work for 10 or 20 years and then they ventured out and started their own business could they then get an SBA loan? Absolutely. As soon as they started it? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, length of time, the experience is, is one of the big factors that an underwriter is going to look at when qualifying the loan is they want to make sure that the business is going to be successful. So we've successfully funded loans where the main sponsor was not the, the operator of the business where they didn't have the experience, but they brought in a GM or, you know, another partner that had the experience and, and you know that 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 was that was able to go out and, and suffice, check okay. check the check off the box. So if someone applies for an SBA loan, how long does it take to get one of these loans? It's a good question. Uh, before it, you know, people would experience like nine month turn times. You know now it's nine months. Nine months. Wow. You know to close an SBA loan. So like now we're seeing loans closing as quick as forty five days. Wow, that's a big difference. Big difference. Is that with these new changes that are happening, or yes? So, <clears throat> depending on the business, the location, the borrower, you know, all the particulars to the deal, you could see an SBA loan closing in about ninety days. Okay. And that's realistic. You know, forty-five days is perfect. Everybody, everybody brings in their stuff exactly when they need it. Everything falls in the line. <clears throat> yep. Okay. And then, you know, those there those deal those types of deals have closed, but realistic, a realistic time frame is to expect 90 days. Okay, so when you say that you can finance the acquisition of a building to have the business in and the business, what does that look like? Is that kind of like a working capital type thing or operating expenses to help the business run? So another good question. Uh, so you can buy, if you're purchasing the real estate, <clears throat> we could also include capital for inventory. Uh, for working capital, for payroll, for getting staffed. So 
you know, as long as it fits in within the 90% of loan to cost or loan to value, you know, there, there's, a, there's a way that we'd be able to go ahead and structure the financing to cover all the, all the immediate needs. Okay, what do you mean by loan to cost and loan to value? What does that mean? So loan to co- loan to value, uh, obviously it's gonna be, if there's real estate involved. So loan to cost would be more for a construction loan. Uh, so if somebody's doing a startup and some ground up construction, uh, then loan to cost obviously means the, uh, the total amount for the budget, or the budget for the construction mm-hmm. of the project. Mm-hmm. So okay. and the same thing, we could go up to 90%. Okay, okay. So how do you determine how much someone can get to help operate the business if you're looking for help with that part of it? Because you have the cost of acquiring the property, and then if someone within the loan wants to get help with the operating uh, cost of the, the business, payroll, and the things you mentioned before. And that's, that's a good question. That's more of an underwriting. Underwriting will determine what they what the whole fill is, is, is acceptable. Uh, you know, is they're, they're, they're not gonna overfund you know, a working sure. capital piece of, of it, the loan. Is it like a line of credit type scenario or is it more like the business owner gets a lump sum that then they have to manage that themselves to make sure they know? It's more of a lump sum. Okay. So they'll they'll fund, so they'll fund the acquisition, you know, of the business and the real estate, if the real estate's involved. And then the working capital will get funded, you know, to the borrower and the borrower has to, you know, make sure they administer the funds, you know, accordingly. But, uh, and, and, the, and the term of the loan is typically a 25-year term. Well, I was going to ask that, too, because part of the operation of the business is paying back the loan, of course. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to make sure that they have enough funds there that they don't run out of money. And there, there's, uh, there's fixed rate options. Uh, you know, so there's, guy, there's, lending, there's lending sources that will have, like, 10-year terms, 5-year mm-hmm. terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tip, a typical SBA loan is going to be, you know, on a 25-year term. On adjust, and it's adjustable rate mortgage. So the rate will adjust uh, whenever prime adjusts. Typically it's tied okay. to prime. From the very beginning of the loan it adjusts yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So a lot of the business owners out there, they might be wondering to themselves, um, what kind of building could I buy if I wanna finance my business and buy a building for the business to be in? What, what types of properties are available to, to buy in this program? Uh, that's a good question. So office space, Mixed use, industrial. Mixed use meaning some residential, some commercial. I. Or what do you mean by that? <clears throat> so mixed use meaning that like if there's a like an office building and a restaurant on on, on the same. Gotcha. On the same lot. Okay. So you there's know, lots of different ways it could be mixed right. use. Yep. So it could be different types of businesses in there, different styles of businesses. Yes. Okay. Okay. What about if they want to buy, like you see these business condos that they sell? Could someone do that? Like let's say it's a dentist, for example, and they want to put a- Only if they they occupy the space. Okay. So if they occupy the space and a business condo would would qualify for under the SBA guidelines. Okay, okay. Well, what else do people need to think about if they're looking to acquire an SBA loan? The biggest thing is the business plan. That's going to be the okay. one of the main factors that an underwriter is going to look at first is the business mm-hmm. plan, making sure that it's viable. You know, does it make sense? Uh, and then the next thing is going to be the projections. So you know, you might want to get with a CPA or an accountant that would be able to help you put together you know, projections for the first three years. Again, making sure that this is a viable business and it makes sense. Um, they will not 
if, if, if the cash flow isn't there, then an SBA underwriter is not going to uh, is not going to move forward on the loan. Okay, seems like a great option for people that are looking to finance their business, maybe acquire a building as part of that. Can they can they get an SBA SBA loan without buying a building? Also, yes. Okay, okay. So it's essentially to help small business owners to yep. get their business going, keep their business going, to help provide financing for that. So you don't have to own the building or, or own the space that you're operating in uh, to get an SBA, SBA loan. You can get the SBA loan for working capital, uh, for expansion into another location and still be able to lease that location. So there's a lot of flexibility in, in utilizing an SBA loan, uh, you know, for growth, for growth capital. It can be used for growth capital. You know, getting working capital for whatever need, whatever immediate needs you have uh, in the business. I know a question I was going to ask. I was thinking of this earlier. Is there a, a loan limit to how much people can borrow on this? So depending on what, there's different SBA programs. Uh, the one is five million. The other one is, uh, which is five o. The five o four is five million. Seven a is uh, is thirteen. I believe they just raised it to thirteen million. Okay. So, so they can be significant sized loans. Yes. Okay. And does it matter what type of business entity the business has, like S Corp, C Corp? Uh, no. That yeah. kind of thing doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. Okay. So it could apply to anybody. So you could have a, a C Corp, for example, with multiple shareholders that yes. could theoretically get this. Yes. Okay. So it doesn't have to just be a single sole proprietor. I, I don't think. I don't think sole proprietors uh, qualify under the new SOP. Um, oh, really? Okay. So, in other words, well, uh, well uh, let's define what we mean by sole proprietor. So, do you mean a sole proprietor without a business entity? Right. Okay. So, but it could be a single, one individual business owner that has, for example, an S corp or an LLC. Yes. Then, okay. Yeah, that that will qualify under the the new USOP okay. new standard operating procedures. Does the business entity have to be in existence for a certain period of time? The entity itself? Uh, no, no, because they allow for startups. Okay. So, okay. so but but the key it being, could be it could be a new entity. Okay. The key being that someone that's involved with the the financing and the business has experience in that business. The, that's the that's one of the main focuses that okay. the underwriter is going to look at. Okay. Thanks for being here, Marcellus. We really appreciate you sharing all this information about SBA loans. I didn't know all this information, so it's been really interesting for me to learn about it because we get questions about this kind of thing all the time. So we'll be sure to call you if we have scenarios. Uh, we like to end every episode with three questions that we ask all of our guests. So um, I'm just going to go right into it. The first one is, what's your favorite place in Colorado? Oh, easy. Denver, downtown. Yeah? Yeah. Why Denver? Uh, just how vibrant it is. Uh, it's grown so much. There's so much to do. Yeah, it is. It's. Yeah. It, uh, I, um, I like to people watch. So just go sit down at 16th Street Mall and just, it's amazing just how much people just flow in a couple of minutes. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. fun. Are you from Colorado originally? I was born in Texas, but I moved out here when I was five. So okay. at this point, I consider myself a Coloradoan. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much a native. Yep. Yeah, nice. Okay, the next question is, uh, is there a book that you'd recommend to our audience? Yes, yeah, so if you're interested in getting a commercial finance or commercial real estate, uh, it's How to Succeed in Commercial Real Estate. Uh, it's a great read. Uh, gives, um, I'd say it's the handbook to you know, understanding what the next couple steps are when you're 
getting into commercial finance or commercial real estate. Okay, okay. And then the last question is the most fun one, I think, is if you could have any superpower, what would that be? It's a good question. Uh, to live forever. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being here, Marcellus. We really enjoyed having you on the show. And thank you for all of you that are watching the, the video blog today or the podcast. You can go to iTunes to subscribe. You can go to Spotify and check us out there. Or you can also check out our YouTube channel. And once again, my name is RJ Baxter. I'm here with Marcellus Sanzrico of Next Capital Group. We're Real Estate Talk Denver. Appreciate you watching and have a great day.